and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 310. Wow, big Ooh. numbers, big numbers. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? Uh, every time, I just never know who you're going to go to. And it's always, you got that pause right there. You just let it sit. You let it marinate for a little bit. And then you go to a random person. I don't think you know who you're going to until the moment comes. So I, you're, I feel like... You're not even introduced on the podcast sorry, yet. Sorry. Get the, get the forgot, hell out of here. He's, he's mad get at the, you. We'll get there. We'll get there. But he's not around yet. Okay? Jesus. Yeah. We haven't even Two got... Two-man podcast. And uh, uh, um, uh, Matt's here this week, guys. Hello. All I was going to say is I feel like we just witnessed uh, Fixer change his mind probably two or three times about I which did. one of us he was coming I to. I did. First. That's exactly That's what, what happened. Was. <laughs> I was like, Matt, but, 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 ah, let's just go with one of them. It's I okay. It's okay. Fresh crash or don't want to start with the angry face. <laughs> which one am I going for? <laughs> we'll start with you, Crash. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing good. You know, can't can complain, but not going to complain. So should we talk? You? Should we talk about your arm, or are we just going to not talk about it on the uh, podcast? I hurt my arm. My arm's hurting me. Uh, I got to go to the doctor to get it x-rayed. That's about it. Nothing okay. more to add. Until That's there's fair. more to say, nothing more to add. Fresh, I got bad news. You know yeah. the comment that I moved? I need that comment again. You deleted it. Yeah, yeah, I need that comment I again. I saw it wasn't there, and I thought, oh, maybe yeah. fix it no, 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 Stick it, stick it underneath. Intro, stick it underneath. Intro, yeah, will, will, will. You stick it underneath <laughs> Patreon producer for me, all right? Stick it under there. Got it. Um, Matt P. Video, how are you? Welcome. I didn't even think you were on the podcast today. Well, I wasn't originally, right? We, oh. we went back and forth about, about times and days, and originally yeah. I said I couldn't do now, yeah. and then you were like, hey, Crash, are you ready? And I was like... I'm ready. <laughs> like, oh, okay. you didn't ask me to be here. But <laughs> That's I'm here. what happened. Yeah. Uh, I was just, I yeah. was shocked. I was like, wait, Matt, I thought Matt were, I was like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Well, I was meant I know, to be yeah. going on. Okay, so full, full, full. I was meant to be going live longer than to what I did today. I was on the front page of Twitch today, um, which was amazing. We had like over 1,500 people watching me play NBA 2K extremely poorly. And then I got hate raided <laughs> three times. And I, on the oh third one, I was just like, I'm getting off. Can't be bothered. Yeah. Death threats and being called DM word and everything else. I'm good, you know. I'm good. I, do you know what I just thought in my head? Someone listening to the podcast right now just went, wait, he's black? No, I'm mixed race. Calm down, everyone. Calm down. I'm mixed race. I'm mixed race. But uh, do you know the people are like, wait, we don't know what you look like. Yeah. Those people should probably head over to YouTube. But if you didn't know, my Xbox and Me is our weekly Xbox podcast here on YouTube.com slash My Xbox and Me and on all podcast services. I kind of miss my rhythm there. I'm not going to lie. It messed me up a little bit. You, you can get it, the show early it. over on Patreon.com slash MCFixer. Make sure you go and subscribe to the YouTube channels. We are seeing you. It is happening. The yeah. movement has started. I'm not going to lie, Crash. You've done this. I'm so proud of you. It wasn't just me. Well, it yeah, obviously, but I didn't want to take all the credit. You know, I wanted to give you something. Matt P grew the TikTok. No, it wasn't. Matt P Matt doesn't. What does, what does he do around here? <laughs> I was going to say, I got nothing to do with this. <laughs> I just want to give you credit, you know, because it bothers picks. It is, yeah. it is lovely to see new people in the comments all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think we had one the other day that was exactly that. Like, normally I just listen to the podcast, came to the YouTube for the first time, dropped comments. Yeah. It's lovely to see. It's literally. It brightens my day. Right now. For like it, the past three, four weeks, it's been amazing. 
Yeah, it's been fantastic. It it brightens my day. Every single time I see it, it brightens my day. It's like, oh, it's the thing we speak about all the time, which is what at least I've spoken about on this podcast for years at this point, which is I know the numbers. I know people are listening. I wouldn't have done it for this long if there was no one listening. And I see how many of you listen. And like, if a fraction of you go over to the YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button, that'd be great. But just getting to know you guys a little bit more and building that relationship up a little bit more is what really matters to me. And I get it. Some people listen to this like, bro, I don't care about you. I don't care about Crash. I don't care about Matt. I listen to you guys talk Xbox once a week on my drive to work. That's all you are to me, all right? This doesn't go any further than that. But to those who do want to build a relationship and and be a part of something, I love you. And and, uh, keep subscribing and keep commenting on the YouTube channel because it really does help. Big shout out to wait a minute, Matt. Matt, how you doing? You good? Yeah, I don't care how you are. This is what? my Xbox and me. This is my Xbox oh, and me. I see. Yeah. This is my Xbox and me. And now we've just told people to come over to the YouTube channel. Uh huh. And they're gonna see you yeah. dressed in a my PlayStation and me T-shirt. What is this rubbish? That's well, it's, it's, it's a PS I Love You T-shirt. I don't Same. think you made my PlayStation me T-shirt also, yet. I, oh yeah, that's a great point. Crash. That's a great point. Yeah, I could defend Matt right now. Ooh, here we go. Now you can't. Fix, you've worn PlayStation t-shirts on this podcast before. You, Crash, you are correct. I have worn my play. Uh, I have worn PlayStation t-shirts before, but I wore a jumper over the top of it. You've worn yes. PlayStation jumpers no. on the podcast? So nope. <laughs> nope. They've been visible before. Nope. It's, never happened. it's never happened. It's never happened. you say so. To defend I'll myself, it's never nah, d- no defense. Undefend- There's a couple of things going on here. <laughs> no, okay, no fine, fine. Hit me. Firstly, uh, PlayStation Showcase last night. We're going to chat about it a little bit in in kind of the context of Xbox as we go forward in the show. Mm. And so I felt like it was relevant enough. Uh, secondly, I I've heard on the grapevine on the socials yeah. um, that there's a new podcast starting up called My PlayStation and Me. Uh, some cool people involved and um you know i'm always get called a sony pony on this show and so i thought well maybe i'll audition for that show i'll ditch my xbox and me that show with that new cool crew uh (laughs) over there that show is so you just said oh some cool people that those people are so cool we don't even know who they are yet. That's exactly. how cool That's they how are. You're cool, right? <laughs> Nobody really knows you. You're just there. That's how cool you are. Yeah, the sister show to this show, uh, My PlayStation and Me, is happening. It is going to happen. I'm confirming it here on this podcast. It is right. going to happen. It is going to be once a week. It, it's going to happen. And you'll understand why later on in the show when we actually get to all that. But I wanted to read a little comment from a special person who left us a comment on YouTube last week, Ooh, right? And we it, it read like this. Hi, guys. New subscriber. Here, even though listen to the podcast for a while with my partner, but I love your podcast. And I would love a little hello or shout out to Lemon Emma, as my fella said it would never happen. And it would be great to prove him wrong. <laughs> Emma, shout out to you. And shout out to your husband because you said it wouldn't happen. You didn't think I, you didn't think I was gonna say it. How dare you? Chris was ready to say it. it. <laughs> Chris was gonna say it, and he's he's. We all know Chris is you know, 
a little bit, you know. It, it takes his time to get to get to everything. He was like, "Yo, we got this comment. We got." I'm like, "Yo, Chris, don't worry. I'm always taking." He's like, "No, bro, we gotta get." It. I'm like, "Okay, Chris, <laughs> calm down, Chris, calm down." That's but the only podcast out. happened today. I just wanted to read the comment. That's the That's really, it. only That's, reason. We can. It's done. We've done. That's we've done shorter episodes over. in this. So perfect. But shout out to Lemon Emma uh, and your lovely husband uh, or partner, I should say. Apologies. Um, enjoy the podcast thank you so much for listening thank you for coming over to the youtube channel thank you for dropping the comment we do appreciate you and yeah man how dare you how dare you say that this won't happen how dare you fella how dare you <laughs> um, you little faith let's get into the topic of the show this week uh a little bit of a a spicy one to talk about because i think a lot's happened this week i guess um and especially yesterday with PlayStation dominating the news. And my question mm-hmm. that I want to pose to everyone is, should Xbox be worried about PlayStation Showcase? Now, for those who don't know, maybe you're just an Xbox listener, you, uh, j- uh, player, sorry, and you don't give a crap about PlayStation. And I understand that. And that's okay. You haven't got to be mean about it, though. That's the most important thing. But yesterday, PlayStation had their, their version of E3. Pretty much. Yeah. That's why it was. It was their E3 showcase. Um, yeah. I went in with absolutely zero expectations for it. Because, number one, I just didn't... I don't like to expect too much from these anymore. We've had a lot of duds this year and last year, if we're being totally honest. Um, mm. So I went in with very, very, very um, low expectations and... I have to say, I was absolutely blown away by the showcase. It was paced amazingly. Um, the content that was in the show was amazing. Some of that content we'll be talking about relatively soonish because it does relate to Xbox. Don't think I'm just sitting here blowing smoke up PlayStation's butt because that's not what's happening. Um, but it just left a question for me of like, after watching that showcase, should Xbox be worried? Crash? Uh, I don't think so, because I think what Xbox is trying to do, we've talked about it, is like really different from Sony. Yeah. Like the big thing is Game Pass. It is xCloud and all those things are still there and they're still great values, especially for somebody who might need to be a little bit more worrisome with where they put their money or they can't afford all that stuff. And I think even the strong showing from Sony here doesn't necessarily affect Microsoft in that regard. Mm hmm. Matt? Oh, you caught me off guard. I just muted my mic so I could tap away on my keyboard. Apologies. Um, no, you're fine. I think... Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I, well, look, I think I think Xbox need to Shocker. pull their... The PlayStation fanboy thinks nice that I'm joking. Nice shirt. <laughs> um, look, I love Xbox. I love what Xbox are trying to do. I don't think they always nail the messaging behind what they're trying to do. I don't think the mainstream video game player understands necessarily what they're still trying to do. And I think it's so clear what PlayStation is trying to do. You know, Marvel games out the bloody wazoo. They are hitting the mainstream hard with what those group of players want. And um, I think you're right. From a production standpoint, uh, it was maybe as close to flawless as as we can get as far as pacing and, and, and that kind of thing goes. Do you, um, the, 
the big thing for well, me was it wasn't just the pacing it wasn't just the production it wasn't just it was the information that was presented as well that was key 100%. to me um the so for those who don't know how the show went it pretty much started off as an advertisement for playstation which is the playstation <laughs> yeah. show why wouldn't it um and then yeah. they just went from trailer to trailer to trailer to trailer jim ryan spoke a little bit herman uh hull spoke a little bit and then after the show they did like a a developer interview but it's more edited down than that and hitting the key points of the games they wanted to tell you more information about and that is how you do a show i don't care what anybody says you give the people the information that they need in terms of the hype 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 then you dive in deeper later and that to me honestly I was, I was, I said, I tweeted it out. I tweeted it out and I think I spelled some things wrong because that's what I do here. Um, but it was like, uh, this was the best show by a mile, by a mile of, for the, the year, by a mile. It wasn't even close. Yeah. And I'm not saying all of the content that was in the show was up for me. That's not what I'm saying. But from a production point of view, I think it was amazing. Yeah, I think it was all like presented super well. And we've talked about Microsoft so many times with their shows and how, especially like, uh, the last thing they did there were these really long interview segments with developers and whatnot and it's like if you do what sony did and you still have interview segments afterwards and you just condense it to the information that needs to know that's cool and then you could always do something on top of that at a later date with sort of the I, i'm gonna say bloating of information even though i don't think those are necessarily bloating of information yeah. but it's a lot of information that the average consumer doesn't necessarily care about um I think that put makes it a more digestible thing and makes the conference more enjoyable as well. I forgot to click start on the Zencaster. Don't worry, we've got the backup. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it's an interesting... I think it's an interesting question. Obviously, for those who don't know, um, PlayStation announced a Marvel-exclusive um, game, which is now Wolverine. It's being worked on by Insomniac. And I call it stupidness but i trust insomniac so much like they are they are one of my favorite studios probably ever at this point right now um as things stands they made the best xbox one exclusive um being sunset overdrive they've made the best playstation exclusives in my opinion which is spider-man and and miles morales like i've said i was very emotional around miles as well um so I'm just sat here going, wow, they bought that studio for 200 million. Bargain. How yeah. crazy. But to see them get an exclusive, to get another, I should, that's the probably the key thing here, another exclusive Marvel game and deliver, we hope they're going to deliver um, yeah. exactly what we want. And just from the trailer alone, it, it kind of seems like I'm I'm not the comic book guy. I'm not the guy that understands all of the references. But the way people are nerding out, like the high patch and this and that and that and that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, damn. Like this is, for me, it was hype. So for other people to get even more out of it, that's amazing. And not only that, they announced um, Spider-Man 2, um, which also has Venom. Again, we understand that from an exploits point of view, we wasn't going to get that. But it's when you see things like Wolverine, you're like, oh, 
Oh, yeah. I, even me, even me. I'm sitting there. I'm I'm very lucky, very fortunate, very blessed. I have a PS5 and have an Xbox. I have a PC. I have a Switch. I'm not humble bragging. It's just a case of like I understand how privileged I am to be in the circum. I have the circumstances I have. Yeah. Um, so I'm not gonna miss out on any of these great experiences. But if you are somebody who's listening, going, well, I've I invested on the Xbox, and that's what I'm playing. I don't care about PlayStation. I don't care about buying another another 500 pound plastic box there's a part of me that's like wow you are they as is finally gotten to a point for me where even if i didn't work in the industry i'd own every i'd probably own anything everything anyway but it, it's gotten to a point where both consoles have must play exclusives and we haven't had that for a really long time like mm. the last time we had that was early on in the xbox 360 playstation 3 life cycle i think there was a few obviously throughout the years but not the way we are right now when i look at look at what sony's doing god of war spider-man uh wolverine they've got a bunch of other titles that don't interest me but like gan turismo and stuff like that right mm-hmm. and then you look at xbox and we're like fable halo forza um dustfall a bunch of just so much there's so much out there where i'm like wow this is really yeah. interesting really interesting yeah. honestly like looking at the lineup like from both uh both sides it just shows how much xbox was really missed during the xbox one generation yes. where they really weren't putting out exclusives and when they did they weren't received well and then we weren't getting sequels yep um so it just sort of left this dry spot on this whole side of gaming that really was unfortunate and now you see it here i feel like next the next two years are going to be amazing for games and i'm sure stuff will get delayed and all that stuff but even the amount of stuff that we will get should make for a fantastic at least next year and year after that yeah no legitimately got to a point now where i'm hoping stuff gets delayed out of that first quarter of next year because it's getting (laughs) absolutely absurd um yeah with all the delays we've seen and stuff yeah the next two years are going to be absolutely crazy yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Also, throughout this showcase, there were some games that were shown that do matter to Xbox players, so we will go through them. Some of these are timed exclusives, and we will try our best to mention the ones that are and their length. So we'll start off with what I think is probably the biggest one for Xbox fans. Um, anyone who was on the OG Xbox will understand this as a big one. Uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is getting remade for PS5 and PC. Uh, as what we know right now, it is a time. We know it's a timed exclusive. Um, and the only reason we kind of know that is just the wording in which um, things have been said. Uh, Xbox have come out and said the, the PlayStation, uh, sorry, the game will be a console exclusive on PlayStation 5 at launch, which reads to us that it will be a timed exclusive. Do we know how long? No. Do we think it's probably a year? Yes. Um, Sony's track record kind of shows us they don't really do anything less than a year even when it comes to like content in destiny and things like that like they lock it down for as long as they can um i'm not a star wars guy um but i obviously know this is a game that is near and dear to people's hearts it even had me go oh oh maybe i'll check that out like oh okay um how are you guys feeling crush we'll start with you like how are you feeling about this um i'm i'm excited that it got announced 
when this got shown and it was an exclusive part of me was like oh that kind of sucks for xbox yeah um and that goes with a lot of these things and it's not um i understand the nature of why it's an exclusive and all this stuff it's not that like i'm angry at sony and all that stuff but it was a little bit of like ooh, that really really does suck especially like you said it, it was originally an xbox exclusive way back when yeah um but i'm glad at least it's being made people know that it's coming out at some point um and hopefully it's not too long of a wait for it to come to Xbox. Yeah. I, it's one of those ones where I'm just like, it's it's one of those feel good moments for me where I'm like, oh, it is cool that it's cool that it's being done. Like, again, it's, we had this conversation the other day about uh, Dead Space, right? Like other people are getting to have the moments that I got to have with Resident yeah. Evil 2. Where it's like, this is yeah. my favorite game of all time. And oh my god, it's being it's not getting remastered, it's being remade, grand up. It's gonna be everything that I want. And nine nine times out of ten, from from what I've got to experience, Resident Evil 3, unfortunately, not quite what I wanted. Um, it can work out into being one of the best nostalgia trips you can ever go on. So um Yeah. yeah it's uh, especially especially with dated games like this where you have the room to like modernize it and change some things up to make it more modern and it feels like a fresh experience even to people who have played it before yeah. or to the point where it's like this is how i envisioned it when i played it even though it wasn't anything like this but this is how I, yeah how it sort of played out in my head which is really dope Matt, what about this, you yeah sorry. yeah well i was gonna say no you're good i, I think this um has the, the you know th- there's been such a long time since the original you know i'm a big star wars fan but i've never played it but it's one of those games that is that transcends star wars and gaming like everybody knows yeah. about knights of the old republic people have been talking about it for a decade uh wanting a remake or a remaster and we're so far away from that now that there are going to be so many people in my situation who are big star wars fans but were too young when it came out or weren't a gamer when it came out and now everybody's a gamer. Like there are going to be so many new people jumping into this game and, and excited to see what comes of it. And so, um, yeah, huge announcement for me. I do wonder, yeah, like you say, how long is that exclusivity going to be? You know, typically, yes, we do see 12 months with Sony. I wonder how different that is when it's a Star Wars game and it, you know, it's, it's a bit of a, a bigger thing. Um, it, maybe it's less, maybe it's more, who knows, right? We, we don't know um but it'll be super interesting to see what happens with it i want to see some gameplay i want to get a release window because i think it's probably really 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 far away yeah but oh, so sony sony are fantastic at that right yeah. so, like they are sure. i don't know if i agree with it or not but sony are are really good at putting putting hey this game's we've got this game it's coming yeah. and you will see it in the next four e3s <laughs> hey sometimes yeah. it backfires you Star Wars trailers, you'll see yeah. 1313 was uh I just was that don't see announced yeah. or was that leaked? yeah it got it did get I think it officially got I announced so. I think yeah. um yeah, yeah I don't think that's going to be the case anymore we don't really see big delays like that anymore like can what's the last the last one I can think of is like Scalebound uh I was yeah. gonna say yeah you're probably right um the the last guardian which was just went forever and ever yeah, and but, ever and ever. But then that came that out. came out eventually. Yeah. yeah I, know, I know. I know. I know. No, I'm talking. About, I'm uh, talking about games that get shown yeah, and then yeah, never. And don't come out. You don't even come out. Yeah. No, I get yeah, what yeah. you're saying. Skull and Bones. <laughs> That's coming, mate. That's <laughs> no, coming. <it's> <laughs> Yo, you just won the podcast crash because that's the best joke you're going to tell today i can guarantee that i can guarantee that moving on though uh for other stuff that was shown during this showcase that matters to us uh tiny tina 
the uh, spin-off for Borderlands uh, got its official release date, which is coming in March, March 25th to be precise. The trailer looks amazing, I have to say. Me and Crash played through the uh, DLC together, um, and I know I think we agree on this, but I know from my point of view, it's one of the best DLCs I ever played in a game, period. Yeah. Um, so to be actually getting a whole game is it's twofold number one is super exciting because it could be really really good it could be really really funny um titan is obviously a character from the borderlands world that is amazing but am i gonna get sick of it if it's in a whole game is the thing that mm. worries me she's great in small doses is she gonna be great throughout the entirety yeah. of the game i think if they use her as like a narrator i think you'll be all right yeah um i'm gonna be honest when i saw the trailer i wound up walking away from it a lot less excited than i when i was when it first got announced why only because this is my fault let me like just start this off with it's 100 percent my fault this just looks like a lot more borderlands and i don't know why to myself know, this is 100 percent on me i, I expected why. something yeah because they came out and said don't just expect more borderlands yeah that's why you it, it doesn't it doesn't matter how yeah. it doesn't matter what they're gonna do to change this it's, there's gonna be changes right but i understand yeah. why you may have walked away from it going that looked good but it's more borderlands and even i'm there yeah. and i'm saying that it looked good yeah. but it's more borderlands yeah it's yeah. it's it's, it's, it's got a twist it's got a spin on it in it's, it's obviously D and all that stuff but at the end of the day, it's four friends jumping together, shooting things, um, yeah. and taking down bosses, shooting things, and, stabbing things, whatever you want to want to do. It is yeah. more Borderlands. And the Tiny Tina DLC was like, it, it, it literally is one of my favorite DLCs, and it's such a good experience that like I still have um, hope that this game will be good and it'll be fun enough for me to play through it and enjoy it, um, especially in co-op. Um, but that little that there's that little bit there. Um, but it looked cool. It looked like it looked, and I don't know if it was just the trailer. It looked a lot more ability focused than uh, Borderlands usually is. Yep. Um, and I don't know if they were just doing that like sort of a sizzle reel because it was it was a hundred percent a sizzle reel. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it was just for the sake of that or if it really will end up being like that in gameplay. Oh, it's very much uh, we've got this and we've got this and we've got this and we've got yeah. this and that is this and look at the loot and this and this and look at this character. It was very much one of those those type of trailers. Uh, Matt, what did you think of it? This I had the opposite reaction to Crash, where I had no interest in this game before, and now I'm much more excited for it. Like I've never been a big Borderlands guy. Um, I've never felt like the gunplay in Borderlands like I enjoyed all that much. Um, and to be honest, I've probably never given a Borderlands game sort of enough time to to get in. Um, but yeah, like the D and D twist of this has me in. Like this weird like overworld giant bobblehead thing they have going on uh, looked really interesting and neat. The story seems fun. Like I've lockdown has become like I've really got into D D shows uh, during lockdown. And so that's kind of been my like new little passion. And so to mix that in with a shooter that's really well received by fans, I'm all for. Um so yeah, like I, I came away from this more excited uh than I was before. It's probably my most anticipated game for next year now. Wow. It's definitely it's what? definitely up. What is that? I, what? Uh, what? There's so much coming out in the first. No, I, under I, I understand that, but I love Borderlands. Okay. Like the the it's one of the you gotta remember Borderlands for me is the first the second game me and Haley ever played together. So it's one okay, of those yeah. experiences that I get to play 
with her yeah. and it's not competitive and it's not stress and it's not so to be able to have that experience and now i've borderlands 3 i had a different experience with because i was like they're gonna change the game they're gonna they're gonna add race they're gonna change the loot they're gonna and now i've just come to the expect the acceptance of borderlands is what borderlands is they ain't mm, changing yeah. it it works it's funny it's enjoyable it's what it is that we're not getting a borderlands br we're not getting borderlands yeah. with rate with like ray type content that's not what it is so now i've come to terms with that i can just sit down and experience this yes yeah, probably up there as one of my most anticipated games for next year yeah next year is ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous but it's definitely definitely up there Def but then again i can tell you right now fifa is probably up there for me right now fifa 22 is not even that yet so <laughs> 23 i'm like oh give it to me give it to me um so yeah um it's elden ring is what i heard there i know unbelievable I couldn't give a crap about Elden Ring if I'm being honest oh with you guys. God. I like, wait. like I it was wait. just not my type of game. Like I'll play yeah. it. It's a, it's like everything. I play everything. I play leech. I try and play everything. Yeah. Um, but realistically, it's not going to get me. No way is it going to get me. No, I don't. No, it's not, I, it's I'd not be shocked. But but we yeah. but stranger Sekiro. things have happened. Crash. Stranger. Well, yeah, Sekiro. but I didn't enjoy Sekiro. That was a challenge by Tony. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't pick I didn't pick that game. Don't I understand the game's amazing. I think it's a fantastic it. game and how it's built and I but I didn't enjoy it in the way of like there's a perfect game we're gonna talk about in Wasp in our box where I was like okay. I shouldn't Ooh. like this and I absolutely love it. So we'll get to Ooh, we'll get to that later. Um next up was one that I'm excited for as well. Um Rainbow Six Extinction. Um Again, obviously coming extraction, not extinction. Apologies. Um, it looked good. It looked good. It looked good. Extinction mode was the mode that this came from, pretty much. Um, yeah. It looked good. I didn't really need to see more, and the trailer didn't really add yeah. any more than what we've seen already at Ubisoft's conference. Um, yeah, exactly. But coming early January, uh, and yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to getting together with some friends and going for it. Free free friends who. Crash, me and Crash built um, our relationship of a rainbow, um, which is crazy. So for us, it's like, or at least for me, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to play this. I'm ready to jump in again. That similar experience, which is a little bit more, it's more hardcore than obviously a boy, a Borderlands, but um, it's more the the things outside of the game that I'm more interested with this game. Like in terms of like, what are you gonna do to keep me coming back? Where, what's the what's the progression what's the challenges what's the like that is going to be real interesting like is it going to be take down a whole level with a pistol or whatever just yeah it's the it should be it should be a, a good time it should be a good time what did you think of this trailer crush uh i thought it was solid i enjoyed it but i i agree i, I don't think i needed to see this i was kind of honestly a little bit surprised to see this i was like Oh, I, I, for, I forgot this game's coming out. I forgot that I, I that they could still show this game. Um, I'm not disappointed that I saw it or anything like that. It's just uh, I'm, I was already excited for it. I don't think this tips the balance any other way, either better or worse. Matt? Yeah, it's, it's very similar. Didn't need any more of it, um, but glad it's here and, and still looks good and stuff like that. And, it, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it does... Because we're going to have sort of direct comparisons to like Black for Blood and, and other bits and bobs from then on. You know, I know they're different games, but like similar sort of co-op zombie shooting feel. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that ignites some more. What's the word I'm looking for? Passion for that genre. Yeah, yeah I get what you mean. Yeah. Has already been people, people that want to look for those type of games. I think the problem with Rainbow is it's still. It's still the gameplay is still, still a tactic base rainbow shooter, yeah. and yeah, that's exactly. like I think that's a huge turn off mm -hmm. to a lot of people that would be playing Back for Blood. Back for Blood is jump Maybe, in, yeah. shoot everything. Rainbow is going to be this Although, this corner and this this uses yeah. device under the door, and yeah, yeah. Although I think Back for Blood attempted to like make it more tactical with the crows and stuff like that. They but once you run through a level, it's like <laughs> there'll be crows somewhere around here, so just look for where the crows are. Yeah. Uh, so the randomization kind of helps with that, but doesn't really fix the situation. A game that I didn't want to... Well, a game that I wanted to see more, but I knew was going to upset me, if I'm being Ooh, totally yeah. honest, was Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, obviously, this is owned by Xbox, uh, made by Tango Works, which is owned by Xbox. Uh, it was shown. I am a humongous Tango um, fan in terms of Evil Within 1, Evil Within 2. Um, you all know I love survival horror games. That is probably my favorite genre uh, of game at this point. And Ghostwire Tokyo does nothing for me. And this is such a shame because the gameplay, I, watching the gameplay, I, I knew, when they first shown the game, I was like, I know this is going to be good. People, mm, yeah. I, people are going to play this and they're going to love this. But I know for a fact it's not for me. I know for a fact, instantly, off that first teaser trailer we saw, and we've been waiting and waiting and waiting to see more and more and more. We finally got to see more. And I was just like, damn, it's all of my worst fears put together where i was like i'll probably still end up playing it because yeah i like tango so much that i want to give this at least a try before i just judge it off of what i've seen but the story looks interesting it looks scary it looks spooky very atmospheric um but i don't i generally i, I don't mean this as bad as it's going to sound but i just don't think the gameplay looks that interesting or fun Specifically, what like like the first person or combat? I don't. Or what? Him, Matt. I don't. I don't, I don't like. I don't like the from what I'm from what I can tell. The game is currently yeah first person number one. That I love third person action games. Um, in oh, these yeah. in these mm -hmm. in these survival horror games, which people always find super weird. People are like, mm. but you you get more avert. Uh, 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 what's the Immersed. word? Immerse. Thank you. Adverse. Jesus Christ. Um. <laughs> immersed in it and blah blah and you're not wrong it's just i grew up playing resident evil in third person so i and i, I there's other games out there like this but it's just i didn't like that i don't like the the i guess the attacks the 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 uh, whatever it, i don't we don't know what it is right this precise second but the ability the abilities yeah. or whatever it is it just doesn't look interesting to me to play mm. interesting I think I'm in the total opposite side of you. <laughs> Me too, Crash. Me too. I'm not a fan like of the, the, the whole horror games, all that yeah. stuff. Not really a big fan. You know, we've talked about it. I like uh, Resident Evil Remake 2. That's about it. Never... Tango hasn't really done much for me, but every time I see this game, like I'm just like, I want this. I want this more. Why is this game getting delayed? I also just real quick, I want to say Xbox had a fantastic showing here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Um, 
I'm I'm really really excited for this. I like the gameplay. I like the combat. It looks interesting and different. I think the first play, the first person first play, first person element, um, I think is interesting enough. It gives me sort of Bioshock esque vibes, mm-hmm. which I like Bioshock quite a bit. Um, couldn't give a crap about Bioshock. Yeah, give, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, not surprised. Actually, a little surprising. I, guess I played Bioshock person. One. I played Bioshock One. I didn't never beat it, but I remember playing it. I did. A, I did a, a a show called Critically Acclaimed Games, where I'd go back and yeah. play games. Oh, yes, critically I remember acclaimed. this. Yeah, and I played it for about five hours. You want to know what it is? And I just yeah. I couldn't. I was just like, eh, you know what fine. it is? You played it so late after yeah. the game came out because at that point, Infinite and everything was out. Um, yeah. Because like I think if you played that game when it came out, it is the first one especially. It was very horror esque. That I think you would have really actually enjoyed it when it came out but a game gets hyped up as it's out and all that stuff and then you finally play and it's like ooh, this isn't what i expected it to be yeah yeah matt what about you yeah i was just gonna echo everything crash said i'm all for it it looks great um like almost give me kojima vibes like like a little bit death strandingy like what is going on in this world i'm all for it um like like from a story from like a story point of view no but no no Okay. Wait, uh, you want to know why I disagree with you? Because they haven't actually like tried telling a story in these trailers. These trailers are simply like, here's how it's going to look. Here's the tone for it. Kojima specifically like, here's the story and here's all this stuff. Oh, and I we're felt like this one had like quite, quite a bit of weird, nonsensical, but story elements in there. I was, I, I was, don't think so. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I, but... I could just be wrong. And I just may, maybe I was just so enamored with like seeing this game again that I wasn't looking for like, oh, maybe. that's that could be a story, but that could be them leading to something. No, Where with Kojima, whatever Kojima puts out, it's like you have to like scan through everything he does because he's trying to tell you something. <laughs> I understand. Sure. The story looked like, that's what I'm saying. The story looks interesting, but I'm just, no, not Kojima. No. No. Okay. I just from like a really abstract, it wasn't cool, vague visually cool, Not for me. like yeah. storytelling point of view is what I was going for. Got it. Um, That's fair. But yes, everything about this game, I'm all for. I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, I, I agree that the the like it looks quite combat heavy. I guess yeah. from that trailer that yeah, we saw, yeah, yeah. and so that is an odd turn. Like I I, I kind of assumed this would be more like running away from things, but it feels very much like oh no, you're in an arena with these dudes and you're gonna. Do some weird I like it. hand kung fu to uh, kill them with magic or something. Who knows? But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, it looks weirdly cool, and I'm all about it. I hope it's short. I have a feeling it won't be. How long be. are Tango <laughs> games generally, Fix? Uh, 15, 20 hours? Yeah, that's too long. Is that short for you? That's Half too it. long. Okay. Half it. That's but never happened. It's a triple A game. Yeah. No, you would be like, okay you with it. The rest of the rest of the rest of the rest of the world would, would not like be okay. It, it could be like the best eight hours ever, and somebody would play and be like, "It's only eight hours. It was a fantastic eight hours, but it's sure. only eight hours, not worth the AAA pricing on it." Sure. I mean, yeah. look, my my game of the year this year, still, I think right now, maybe I could be persuaded elsewhere, but is is Resident Evil Eight. And uh, and that's sort of on fix that sort of face. length size, and so fixes fixes face. He's insulted. I'm How not. Do you know you? what? I'm not even insulted. I just forgot that game came out this year. I I generally beat that game and went. Well, that was that was that. Okay, and like never played it again. Like literally played it. Crash. I played a Resident Evil. A Resident Evil game came yeah. out this year. I played it once. You want to know what it reminds me of? Resident Evil 7. 
So, okay, I like you, Chris, because you're going to say, okay, so I'm guessing what you're saying is in I, six years' time, no, I'm going to I'm going to go back and be like, this is good. Point. Yeah, yeah. Because I think especially after Resident Evil 2 remake. And then Resident Evil Chris 7 is better than Resident Evil 8. No. Incorrect. By a, by I, a mile. I don't want to. I don't I haven't played 8. Um, I don't know, maybe. Who knows? No, it is. I don't know if I can trust Matt because Matt's too and like the thing the problem with you two is like Matt's Dude. too enamored with it. Do you, know how, opposite side. do you know what's like, gonna be crazy? At the end of the year, we're gonna have the yeah. My Xbox in Me game of the year top ten list where we argue it out and come together for My Xbox in Me's top ten, right? Number one, Matt's gonna be Resident Evil. More than likely, yeah. right? And I'm gonna it's be gonna the be person I'm gonna be the person saying no. <laughs> yeah. How wild is that? That's crazy. I remember when I had to be that person. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh. no. But yeah, nuts. Uh, last couple of games that were shown, uh, we had obviously Iados Montreal's Guardians of the Galaxy game. Um, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still not loving it. I'm, I am me with it. Go on, Matt. The please. more I see of the gameplay, the less with it I am. But I am, I am like such a biased, nerdy Marvel fanboy that I'm very excited for this game. But yes, the more I see of the gameplay, the more I think, does this look fun? I don't know. The story I looks cool, I guess, and the character choices and those kind of things. It, but it, it, but the, it are the character so choices cool? No. Or are the character choices basic? The, the, what do you the, mean? What do you mean by character choices? Sorry, I'm. I meant like branching stories and and like. Oh, ways to okay. I thought you okay. meant like the characters they picked for you to play as. Oh no 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 no. Got it. No. Okay. Uh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I didn't explain myself very well. No, you're uh, yeah. good. Oh, that's not your fault. That's that's my fault. I um, it. yeah, I'm just. I'm I'm burnt out on Marvel right now. I don't know what that mm, was about, but it's fine. Um, I'm burnt TikTok. out on Marvel. <laughs> I'm burnt out on Marvel as it is. Like I haven't finished Loki. We've still got a bunch of What If to watch. Just backed up on the on the TV. You've I'm seen just Shang Chi. I haven't seen Shang Chi. Oh, dude, like, that's amazing. <laughs> like I'll probably so go this good. weekend. I'll probably go this weekend because I need a break anyway. Um, but there's just a part of me that's just a bit like. Eh. Like I want to play it because it's I, I want to play it because it's it's another Marvel game and like I feel like Avengers like really scarred me. Marvel's Avengers like really scarred. We're like it's a Marvel Avengers is not even terrible. It's not a terrible game. Like the store, no, the store, the opening of Marvel's Avengers alone makes it not a terrible yeah. game because it's the one story, of the best openings. The story is good. Yeah. This, yeah, but the yes. problem is like the story isn't even half the game. 100%. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Right. I, I agree with you. Uh, I think right, so. like, if right. you get the game for like um for like twenty bucks or something like that, I think it's a great purchase. Thirty bucks, I think it's a great purchase. But if you yeah. bought it for sixty bucks when the game came out, like the story's what eight eight-ish hours, if I'm not mistaken. Well, if you got well, a review code for it. You should judge it as if you bought it for sixty dollars. That's what I do. Well done. You got that right. That was a test. That was a test. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Well done. Well done. Um, but yeah, it, it looked even what they show and it looked it looked more like, hey, we're the Guardians and hey, we're gonna be funny and try and be funny and hey, Rocket, you're yeah. climbing a cube and it was just like, I've been there. I've done that. We've we, I went. We went from we went from or uh, no. Let me rephrase that. 
I went from, who the fuck are the Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't know who these people are, I don't give a crap. To, oh my god, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. To, man, Guardians are everywhere. <laughs> like, it literally has turned into that for me. Where, like, yeah. they were the new kids on the block, and nobody knew who they were, and they, they boomed. And then it's just come to a point where I'm like, Oh, can we can we find somebody else? Like, is there yeah. not the Young Avengers? I, can we not get them? Or like, can we not something different? Yeah. That would be but cool. They also could have done like different Guardians of the Galaxy lineups, like with different characters and just shaking it up a little bit. Because I feel like it's it's very much so the movies. And for me, it's like I don't even necessarily I'm, a, I'm not necessarily a huge fan of the design choices they went with the characters. I don't yeah. like the look too much. That there's just so much. Even when I look at the gameplay, for me, a lot of it's just like sort of like. I don't care for what you're doing with these characters because I've seen these characters so many times lately and some of them have been really good uh, iterations of them, some of them not as good, but I've seen it so many times that there's so many comparisons I can draw to it that if you don't knock it out of the park, there is sort of that hesitation for me to even sort of like delve into it and be excited for it. Yeah, I think um, I think we are in a bit of a Marvel bubble. Since Endgame, um, it, like, it, its popularity is just unfathomable and 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 they're just trying to make money anywhere and everywhere they can and i do wonder how much like disney look at the pandemic and go fuck that ruined our movies like we were in trouble there for a minute how do we diversify out these properties that we have oh let's develop 12 games <laughs> like like let's just give everybody a marvel game i think um, that's just them catching that up though i feel like that's just i, agree. I, don't, I agree i don't think it's so much to do yeah. with not making money i think it's just marvel realizing how much marvel for a long time never they sold spider-man yeah. they were in yeah. they were going bankrupt they were in deep 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 trouble so yeah. i think it's more just a case of them being in a place now where it's like oh yeah we do have some of the best ip in the world so um yeah, you know, let's let's use it. Let's use it. Wow, what's the biggest uh, entertainment um, <laughs> products out there in the world? Video games, huh? How many of those do we have? Zero. All right, whoever wants one can make one as long as it's good quality. And this, I do yeah. believe, will be at the very least good. Yes, I agree. So, and maybe yeah. that's all it needs to be. But I do think you're right. I think we are in a bit of a marble bubble, and I think it will uh, start to pop. And I think. As upsetting as that is, um, no it way. can't last forever. No way. You know, in the in the in the past, like four or five years, there's been like three or four mobile games, all within like the same premise of like it's a gotcha game where like you're yeah. rolling for characters, all this stuff. Like they release so many of those, and then on top of that, you have Spider-Man doing fantastic on the more like triple A side, and they're doing the Wolverine yep. over there. That I think this they is... will hit this sort of middle I market of like cheaper games to produce, but still games that people want. Yeah. Boring question. I know this was something that the my Xbox and me was writing because they're boring. They come out with this. If, if you had to stay on the island with nah, some of the questions, Matt. Some yeah, of the questions. <laughs> They'll pop up every few months, and it's like literally the same exact question, just like the same. It's like, like it's like come yeah. on. Uh, if you yeah, my question: If we could get one exclusive Marvel game, what would it be? I know. I'd want Daredevil. Daredevil is such who a makes good it? Show. Who makes it? That's the problem. Yeah. I think that's the problem in general. Is who do you who do you get to make what game? It and doesn't have to be right a now, first party. It could be second party, but still exclusive. Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think they'll ever make that. They made Batman. I'm sure they want to like. You see them doing Suicide Squad. They're like they want to do something else. Um, I'm worried about Suicide Squad though. I'm worried about that game. 
We haven't seen gameplay. We haven't seen it. Just from a concept point, like, like I don't know. I trust Rocksteady. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I really I hope Rocksteady. I'm wrong. And you're right. I, I trust should Rocksteady. trust Rocksteady. I trust. I them. should trust Rocksteady. But I, I know what it is. It's the fact that it's like a game with service, and it, it's very Avengers esque. You know That's what it is. You know what it is. I think Gotham Knights to me looks shit. And, I, and I'm just tarring them with the same brush. Can we? Fucking hell, hot <laughs> takes are coming. Wait, just wait. Just, wait. Just, just give... wait, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. You said... So when Guardians of the Galaxy was first shown, you enjoyed it, right? Yeah. Gotham Knights looks shit. Yeah. Oh, you're... I can't... I'm not even gonna... I'm not... I'm not Bro, Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. I'm no... Here's what, here's what tear me off about Gotham Knights, okay? <laughs> Okay. Enemies have levels above their head and they have numbers pinging off of them. Yes. Yeah, I don't want that. I, I don't want that. I don't want I don't want to play that Batman Matt game P, with that. Do you, know, do you know what I don't want? I don't want you to have PlayStation posters behind you when you come on my Xbox <laughs> and me. I don't want you to come on in a PS I Love You shirt for my Xbox and me, but you do it anyway. You, sometimes you don't get everything you want in life. Okay? That's facts. That's facts. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm getting Suicide Squad. You're getting me. <laughs> I, 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 do you know what? I think it's a fair trade. I think it's a fair trade. I'll take it. I'll take it. I like you. You can stick around. You can stick around. Um. Yeah, I just... Yeah. yeah let's move on. Um, <laughs> Bethesda. Last game that was shown here that matters to us. Oh, no. There's one more off this. I apologize. Um, Deathloop was shown. It, it's another one of those games. I think this was actually probably my favorite showing of Deathloop as someone that I've been very lukewarm on the game. I've not, sure. I am, I am, I'm not like, oh my God, I can't wait for it. I'm not also like, oh, I, I don't want to play this game either. Like I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle of both of those. Um, it's just coming out at a really bad time for me personally in terms of like, there are other games out right now that I would rather be playing. Um, mm. So this one may end up sitting on the back burner until I get a moment to actually get to play it. Um, again, it being happen. a... Pl- it, 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 well, yeah. Um, It'll come to it being, Xbox before then. <laughs> it being a PlayStation exclusive doesn't help. Um, yeah. To be honest with you. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I, was, I was way more hot on this trailer than I have been any of the others. Yeah, I I could see that. I, I enjoyed this trailer. I, personally, I've enjoyed like the first showing was the only one where I was kind of iffy of because it looked very Dishonored esque, and I um, in the minority wasn't a huge fan of Dishonored two. Uh, so I was kind of worried about it. But the more I see the game, the more fun it looks. I like the setting. I really like the concept of it. And I feel like every time they show it, they dive a little bit deeper into that concept and giving you more of a reason to care about this game in particular. Um, I'm very excited for it again microsoft had a fantastic showing here uh death loop looks i'm I'm really i'm really looking forward to this game yeah are you, I'm, play? I'm, are you playing on playstation or are you waiting for xbox uh it depends what else is around then if there's nothing else to really play around them i'll probably pick it up it's one of those Matt? games where yeah I'm, I'm kind of interested in it but at the same time uh i could very easily see myself never playing this game yeah. Uh, like you say, like it's just got to catch me at that right time where I'm sat there on a Sunday afternoon or something and I think, oh yeah, I can pop into this for a bit um, and maybe it'll hook me. I could imagine it hooking me like like Hitman's hooked me and the, the idea of loops and stuff like that is is interesting. Um, although I've been burned by 12 minutes recently, so maybe not. But um, 
it's not quite like that, is it? But there we go. Uh, yeah, so I didn't need to see more of it, as I think everybody sort of feels about this game now. But um, it'll be interesting to see what people think of it. Last but not least, a game very near and dear to my heart, a game that I love. I won't be going back Planet again, but Alan Wake is being remastered. Uh, it's 30 Dollars, I believe, twenty five pounds oh, on is the it? store. It is coming to Xbox Ooh. as well. Um, if you've never played Alan Wake, it is well worth your time. It was the game that got me into Remedy as uh, games, and then obviously Quantum Break after that for me. Um, mm. Loved it. Love Alan Wake. It is a story driven game and tells a very interesting story that is worth playing, in my opinion. And um, if I had time, I'd pick this up and play it in a heartbeat. But I just know for a fact, I just don't, <laughs> I do not have time to go back. If it was a remake, obviously, I'd be all over it. Mm. But uh, a remaster, I've, I've lived this experience. I don't need it again right sure. now. Um, but yeah, it's oh, such a good game. Such a good game. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to jump into it for exactly that, right? Control was my first Remedy game. And so, you know, there are, there are sort of hints to the connection between those two games throughout Control and, and other bits and stuff going on. And, and Alan Wake's one of those games that just passed me by when it was originally out. And so, yeah, I'm super stoked to jump into it. Um, it I'm curious it, how I know it's going to be very different to Control from a gameplay standpoint. Do you think it's going to feel pretty rough and dated? Because it's a pretty old game at this point. No, not it's not no, not really. The mechanics are quiet. No, no, Timeless. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's not a. I'm sure it will feel a little bit old because it was it sure, was sure, sure. game. But I don't. Yeah, not the. She, 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 hey, that's my saying. All right, you don't get yeah, to say no, that's that. Why I, I say it. that. That's why I used <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I um. No, I think you'll be okay. It's definitely worth playing. If, you, if you've got the time and you've got the money, it is definitely, definitely, definitely worth playing. I'm in. Let's get into Fixer's Sack, shall we? Uh, we've got some questions from you guys. You can email in myxboxandme, podcast at gmail.com, or you can ask us on Twitter with the hashtag MXAM, or you can hit us up in the YouTube comments, youtube.com slash myxboxandme, and lastly, on discord first question comes from connor smith and says my question this week is what was the first ever game you guys remember playing mine was playing duck hunt in a baby high chair before i can even walk thanks dad <laughs> and have been hooked ever since also where is crush from and how did you guys meet Corey the gaming butcher so We'll start off with our first games. Matt, what is the first game that comes to memory? Yeah, so it's an interesting one, right? Because I'm sure maybe there is a game before this, but the first game that I remember playing, properly playing and understanding what's going on and getting through it is um, Mickey Mouse's Castle of Illusion ah, on the Sega Mega Drive. What a um, game. What yeah. a video game, my friend. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely loved it. Yeah, got that that Sega Mega Drive is the first thing I remember playing. Maybe I played Sonic before then because I'm sure we got we got those two with the console or whatever. But that is certainly the one that sticks in my mind, and is the one that that my sort of like sister and dad, who aren't big gamers anymore, will always text me about. You know, when they release a new Mickey Mouse mobile game, and they're like, "Oh, okay. oh it's like Castle of Illusion." It's like, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. Uh, so yeah, that's what it is. Crash, Arrow the Acrobat. Oh, what's Way up? Back what? Uh, it's like a platform. Every time I ever mention this, people people don't know it. Uh, <laughs> it's a platformer. <laughs> you play a bat. 
Oh, okay. And you're in like a circus. You're going around. There's collectibles, all this stuff. Um, wow. I, I, I played it a long time ago. Uh, I think it was Sega Genesis. It was either Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo. We oh, got okay. a hand-me-down Sega Genesis, and that's one of the games we got with it. Yeah. Uh, and so I played it. And that's probably the earliest one I remember. It's between that and Joe and Mac. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's one of those. Yeah, Joe and Mac. What's Joe and Mac? What's Joe and Mac? Joe and Mac. Joe and Mac's a caveman. Oh, it's a game where no, you play I think I do know that. I think I do know that one. Yeah. So those are probably two of my oldest memories that I can say are my oldest. But like a lot of the games I played from back then mumble into like one sure. time period. So I'm not 100 percent sure what the oldest one is. Yeah. So mine's mine's weird. So yeah a little bit story time i guess like so there's a very specific photo of me as a baby and there's a, a yellow you remember the original yellow game boy mm, right yeah. behind me and i so i know for a fact that my mum used to play that a lot and i know so that's been sort of implanted in my head of like my mm -hmm. first memory i don't believe that's my first memory the first memories I have is actually at my nan's, which is weird because I never, my mum's mum and she, my mum, they never got on. Um, so it's like a, one of the very few memories I have at my nan's house before we didn't speak to her again. And it was me and her playing through um, Streets of Rage and Golden Axe. Obviously, Street, Streets of Rage, everyone knows Streets of Rage is a big yeah. it's a big game in my family, in my life, because it's like the only video game really my dad would even play with me. Like, my family were very much like, no, I don't play games. Not really. And like, Mario Kart on the other occasion, uh, International Track and Field, we played together. But like, anything like other than that, it was like, no way. Like, I'm not playing games. I'm not a gamer sort of thing. But yeah, so it, Streets of Rage, Golden Axe, and Bejeweled on the Mega Drive those like that there's a cartridge with all three of them on it and oh, that really? cartridge yeah sticks out in my mind like nobody's business so i yeah. kind of assume that's probably that's probably the fairest one to say is my earliest one that i actually remember like it i must have played the games before then because i knew the hell what i was doing but mm. that's the one i can still remember to this day so yeah yeah there's that and uh, the next question on this which is uh, uh where is chris from new york new york and uh how did we meet so I'll, on tinder I'll, that's not true <laughs> tinder wasn't a, <laughs> tinder was a location for it was for sure <laughs> um no me and me and crush met crush me and crush didn't oh. get on at first shocker um but yeah, uh, but yeah uh, i used to stream I used to stream, but I still stream, but I was streaming. I paid to play games with Alfredo Diaz, now of Achievement Hunter. Um, he had a Patreon, which was like a certain tier, which was like permanent permanent member tier or whatever it was. And I was just yeah. starting my streaming career um, at the time. So I paid that and then I was streaming. I was streaming at the same time Alfredo was. I was getting up at like three o'clock in the morning every single day to go and play games with Alfredo so I could build... The idea was I was going to try and build my own career, which, surprise, ended up happening. Um, very fortunate. And But yeah, I ended up meeting some amazing people. There's Mackie, there's a Wild Jarmy, who you guys know now, um, in, my mod, in my Twitch chat, if you know him. Um, obviously, Crash was one of the other people that we met, and we just all started playing games together and talking often. We was all, you were streaming a lot of the time as well. Yeah. You know who you, we really have to thank for our relationship fix? Mackie. Mackie. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I played a lot of games with Mackie, and you played yes. a lot of games with Mackie. Yep. And at the time, I'm gonna be honest. We didn't like each other. I wasn't a huge fan. No, of I, know, I know, I know, I know. No, yeah, nobody, I, I was nobody, was. <laughs> nobody was. Nobody yeah. was. It's fine. It's fine. Look, it takes uh, years for me to grow on you. You're still, you're still not a yeah, huge fan. Yeah, true. <laughs> but then you know, you play games with someone, you crack jokes with someone. Um, yeah. I got to know Fix more, and I got to know the difference between Fix the entertainer and Fix the person. Yes, I'm a big fan of Fix the person, the entertainer. <laughs> Uh, he's know. all right he's all right no okay. i think the the thing you gotta remember yeah so we, but we were oh god how old was you when i met you then i i was 20 2021 20, 2021 20, which means i would have been 23 24 yeah damn because it was what, a like, long time i did i did it it's over five years yeah yeah oh yeah definitely over five years yeah. Yeah. So I think I was 21 at the time. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And then me and Matt. So me and Matt. Matt me Let's see and if Fixer gets this story right, shall we? So Matt, Matt doesn't remember, I don't think. But Matt made the intro for my Xbox in May. I don't think I did. You did. Fix told me that you did. I'd be. You did. You made the intro. I'm pretty sure you made the intro for my Xbox. Did you make this me. intro or the old intro? No, no, the old intro. Definitely to make this intro. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. No, the, the old, old intro. intro. <laughs> and can you just hit me up at a note? I'm pretty sure you did. It was after I did the interview with Greg. Yeah, so it's, yes. And you after hit the, me after up. After you did the interview. No, no, no. After you did the interview with Greg, that's how I found about you, right? And yes. found your channel and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was at uni doing yeah. animation. You and did. I, you made the intro. I made. An MC Fixer intro. No, you didn't. You made did. a My Xbox and Me intro. I did. It was the MC Fixer intro. It was spray painted MC Fixer in a little yeah, circle. Yeah. No, you made that, but you also made the My Xbox and Me one. Well, maybe I did, but I don't remember doing that. One. <laughs> <laughs> you did. That's why you did. You did. Um, so but I, yeah. I did that for a little project in uni. I don't think he did. He did. He did. I don't think he did. <laughs> but yeah, so you did that, and then I remember. <laughs> you did that and i remember us talking and blah, blah blah that happened done didn't talk to each other again really after that just yeah twi our normal twitter stuff sort of yeah, thing. yeah and then i remember you saying oh i'll see you at the meetup at some point yes. and then i uh -huh. remember that we were at the meetup i don't remember you at the meetup at all not even a smidge Spoke a couple of times, but you just didn't put it together that I was who I was. <laughs> because your photo this at the happens. time, your photo at the time looked so different to what it does. Like you looking like this now compared to what you look like in that. You know what photo I'm talking about, Crash? The one in his big um, yeah, hockey, I, I think the hockey thing. Like, yeah. I, is it not I hockey? Never, never played hockey in my life. Is it rugby? Never. What is it? What is it? It was it was a it was a football rugby. jersey, a soccer rugby, jersey. Rugby, rugby, oh, rugby. rugby. There you go, rugby. Yeah, okay. yeah. I just I just want to say we've settled this before. I think it was one of the earlier episodes we yeah, did. That yeah, yeah. Three of us. That Matt looks very different in his photos. Yep. That he does on camera speaking yep. to him. So I could 100% see how you see his picture and then you see him in person. You're like two different people on top of Fix has talked about this numerous times where he's like, uh, I've seen people that I know online by a username and all this stuff. And then I see them in real life and they give me just like what part of their name or just the yeah. first name. And he does not associate. Sure. Oh, I get that. I get oh that. hi. Hi, I'm uh, Matt. Who the fuck's yeah. Matt? <laughs> and to be fair, back then I was going by like Chewy online yeah, oh, in a lot yeah, of places. That was my Phil. nickname. In, yeah. Yeah. That was my nickname in uni, and so um, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, I, didn't I, I didn't make it easy for people. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? I, I, to be fair, though, as well, um, when we did meet at the kind of funny meetup thing, it was, was raining. Uh, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. It was raining. Okay, you were asshole. stood out in the rain directing people into like the new venue where uh, we were meeting. Ah, yeah. Very over familiar for a complete stranger. I just came up to you, give you a hug, was yeah, like, of hey, okay. da, da, da. And, and now in hindsight, feel kind of weird about that because you didn't recognize me. <laughs> I don't care. I'll hug anyone. I'll hug all the best. Kind of, kind of find my best friends. I just, I was at the time yeah, where I, mean, yeah. I, you yeah. know, I didn't give a phone. I'm a very, yeah. people think I'm a really an arsehole person. I'm really not. I I'm actually, I'm actually not. You come on my podcast with a PlayStation T-shirt. You, you have to feel the raft, all right? How dare you? But yeah, that's how we all met. And question, Matt, I've never met before. So ne- no, no, <laughs> first time we talked was on, on the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> they were recording, yeah. yeah. That's how yeah, I do yeah, things. Yeah. That's how I do things. I'm like, yeah, this is Matt. He's with hey, us well, now. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's still here. You know, he's still exactly. here. <laughs> also, um, I just need to point this out real quick. Fix, yeah. You keep mentioning Matt's t-shirt and i just want to point out that if you didn't say that it was a playstation t-shirt and it says ps i love you that there's a large group of people who probably wouldn't have known it was a playstation i know t-shirt. but i want to give him shit audience. yeah but yeah, i actually, wanted to give him okay. shit all right i just want to alleviate some of the shit this, you're giving them look crash this podcast i don't know how it's even still going it God. literally goes to it serves for me that's what happens all right that's what this is it serves for me. You guys just get to listen in to me rant and rave, and I invite some jabronis on each week who happen to be these two that turn up every week, all right? That's all it is, all right? That's all it is. Next question. Good question, by the way. Uh, Corey, the, the game like butcher. One. Good question. Good questions. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, Eldozo says, we speak about... Sorry, we speak a lot about Game Pass and the success that it brings to Xbox this generation. But over the past few weeks, another service-less feature has been getting a lot of attention. Smart delivery. My questions are, given that both consoles have uh, have placed their flags in the ground of the pro-consumerism, one, how important... How important a feature is smart delivery, given the past weeks of headlines in regards to Horizon Forbidden West? And do you think it's made a big deal enough of this feature slash service? Two, for people sitting on the fence, what console to get? Do you think smart delivery, along with Game Pass, would push people to buy a cheap Xbox One while waiting for stock for uh, current gen consoles to become more widely available? So... Number one, how important a feature is smart delivery. I think I will say, I will go on record and say I was 100% wrong about smart delivery. I've said it before. I said it on Twitter and I'll say it again. I thought smart delivery was just marketing blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I generally did. And and maybe to a degree it is. Just Xbox are very good at um, delivering things so we don't really think about it the way the way we think about it with Sony, but I generally did believe it was just, they were like, oh yeah, smart delivery, you'll get the game of the version that you want and the game of the version on the console you want and da 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 And I was just like, yeah, like it should be. And I kind of took yeah. it for granted. It's only when you see someone doing it differently, I'm not going to say wrong, I'm going to say differently. I'll um, say wrong. Um, I, it, it's, I'll, I'll yeah, you're, yeah, differently, so, the, the, you, you then 
you then go, oh my god, what they are doing over there is so much better. Go on, Crash. Yeah. So the reason you shouldn't say they're doing it wrong is because you really undervalue what Microsoft did. Yeah, I agree. Set Microsoft to be the norm and Sony doing bad, as opposed to Microsoft overachieving. I agree. Sure. Okay. And Microsoft super overachieves in that front. Yes. And you sort of take away, like, the reason people don't really talk about smart delivery is because anytime smart delivery is brought up, it's brought up in comparison to Sony. And it's brought mm. either to bring Sony down or, like, sort of like, Xbox is better because yes. of smart delivery, not in sort of just praise of smart delivery. And this yep. generally goes with a lot of stuff Microsoft does. Even in Game Pass, when people talk about Game Pass, a lot of times they bring it up like, Sony doesn't have Game Pass, Sony, da da da. It's like, focus on the positives of Microsoft if you want those to become defining features and not sort of just comparative points. Um, yeah. because I th- it's I think the reason ahead. that it is brought up in comparison so much is because it's a silent win, right? And people don't talk about it because it just works. Yep. Um and and so the only way to bring it up as a thing that just works is because there's somebody where it isn't working, right? And so um yeah, I think I think it's not talked enough about, but it's because it just works, right? It's like it's like editing in a film, right? Like when the Oscar for best editing, you don't think about great editing in a film until you see terrible editing in a film and you go, well, this is terrible and it's, it's ruining the film. Um, it's the exact same thing. Like when it just works, like it does on Xbox, you don't think about it. I think, yeah, the- I, I, I agree. But like, you have to remember that Xbox has been doing this for since the Xbox one. Like we look at the Xbox one and we're like the Xbox one for a large part, for a lot of people, failure of a console, but you have to remember mm. backwards compatibility started on Xbox one. Mm. And that's just really a continuation of smart delivery. Without that Xbox, that backwards compatibility, and I remember when that happened, um, Sony had put out a comment and like that is like genius hardware work. Like to make it work like that is incredibly difficult and make it work as well as it does. Mm. That like sort of coming now and looking at smart delivery and just sort of looking at it as this small feature and being like, why can't Sony just implement that? It's really undervalues what smart de- delivery is. Sure. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I remember. I remember when I got sent the Series X, and Crash will remember as well because we was all doing work around it. And I remember you sound like, "Oh, how is it?" And I, I spoke about it on the podcast where I was like, "It didn't have a killer app, right?" That was the big thing, and and I'd, I'd probably argue even still to this day, it still hasn't got the game which we're waiting for because yeah. Halo should be this year, right? Um, but the things that that I think, ever, I think especially me as a reviewer at that time for that console, right? Um, Oh, I took for granted smart delivery. Um, what's the other thing that's part of it now? The quick resume, uh, quick, quick resume, quick resume. No. smart delivery, um, extra storage. We took all of that for granted yeah. because yeah. we just assumed, we assumed as consumers that we should just have that. We deserve that. Until somebody does it differently, Nintendo, Sony, there's other there's other companies out there that haven't got it as well. Like, it just it it just works should be the tagline for the Series X. Yeah, like yeah. It, Series consoles, I, not X Series all over. Even yeah. just Xbox, because X Cloud yeah. Gaming and all it just True. works. It just yeah. works. I I think one big point, one the big thing to point out, at least with smart delivery, is like you had EA putting out really mixed messages with it, and there yep. was a lot of like mixed messaging that microsoft didn't really go out of their way to fix and correct but part of it is also like how do you correct smart delivery and explain what it really is until someone experiences it 
until until you have to download your save from your PS4 to upload ah, it to the cloud to then yeah. but no to then buy a and Final Fantasy and, and then no 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 and then buy Final Fantasy uh, and then you download the wrong version of Final Fantasy because you should have downloaded the PS5 version instead of the PS4 version and then you then you go bloody out smart even, delivery is amazing <laughs> even yeah. last night I bought um uh, Life is Strange on my PlayStation. And it downloaded the PS4 and PS5 version on my PS5. That was the default. Yeah. It just it downloaded both versions. What? What? Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> like, how is that the default? It blows my mind. It blows Shocking. My mind. Shocking. Yeah. It really is. Um, but yeah, it's um, a bit of column A, a bit of column B, right? It's... It's all of the above of which we just said, to be honest yeah. with you. Second question, for people sitting on the fence, what console to get? Do you think smart delivery, along with Game Pass, would push people to buy a cheap Xbox One? No. No. I don't, I don't buy a so. cheap Xbox One. But I also think like people who want to get into buying Xbox at this point, like have major FOMO, they're not gonna settle for an Xbox One. Because for most people, like if they wanted an Xbox One, there would have been one on sale at some point where they would have been able to get it at this point. Yeah. And Series S's are becoming more readily available where I could see people who are like, I was really waiting for the Series X and I couldn't get my hand on one. I'm going to settle for a Series S, knowing yeah. that those games will still like carry forward whenever I can get my hands mm -hmm. on a Series X. Also, if you're looking for something to tide you over, and, and I'm aware that I'm in a privileged position with internet and stuff like that, but like xCloud works. It's so good. <laughs> Like, like, I want to encourage more people to try it because I think people have heard latency's terrible, this, that, the other. I need, I need better internet than I've got. Just try it. Seriously, try it. Fair enough. Uh, we'll do one more question before we move on. Uh, this is from Top Left, who says, Hi, guys. Hope you're well. My question is, how did Xbox let PlayStation take a game that was originally... originally an Xbox exclusive when it was first launched and not locked down exclusively for the Kota uh, the Kotaku uh, the Knights of the Old Republic remake uh, and allow Sony to get a win over them even if it is timed exclusive number one this is such a stupid I hate I, like, I love you top left you tweet at me all the time we talk blah 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 this is a stupid way to word things because so Xbox didn't let anybody do anything this is business yeah. yeah. <laughs> this came down to it's... this came down to business, which means money, which means whatever it may be. Xbox already yeah. have the best RPGs. Yeah. In the in the world, in the especially on their consoles Western at the RPGs moment. West, Western, yeah. Western, Western. I am specifically uh, speaking about Western. And I'm not saying mm. this isn't going to be amazing. I'm not saying that Xbox didn't yeah. want it, but if Sony were off, we've already heard that Sony were offering ridiculous amounts of money for timed exclusives. We know full well Phil Spencer has come out and said he doesn't like timed exclusives. He doesn't think they're, they're good for the industry. He doesn't like them, which is easy to say when you're in the loser's position. Let's be totally yeah, honest. Yeah. yeah. But I, 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 don't, I don't agree with, I see it online as well, and I'm not taking it out on you, Top Lift, but what I'm trying to say here is, when people come out with this narrative of like, oh, Sony got one over on, it's like, no, it's business. 
It's not, no one got one over on. It's not like someone went behind their back. I guarantee Xbox knew about this. I guarantee there was a conversation with Xbox. I yes. guarantee the money yeah. went down on the table and Xbox were like, no, we're not paying that. And Sony were like, yeah. hell yeah, we're paying that. I also think there's one thing that people have to remember is that like Xbox's main focus is Game Pass now. And if you get a game, like for Xbox, if they wanted this, like, for anything, they probably would have been like, we want it on Game Pass day one. And mm. the problem with that, especially when it's a licensed game like Star Wars, is those games generally get royalty. And yeah. how does that work with a Game Pass deal when you're not, when it being on your platform like that isn't based off sales? And that's something we haven't really seen too much. We'll see with Indiana Jones. That's the first game um, mm. coming out of Bethesda that is a licensed game. Will that be on Game Pass day one? You'd assume yes. it would be, right? It's an Xbox title, but like, how will that back end work and will we see continue to see stuff like that on they just pay the license yeah they'd buy out royalties royalties are huge no i i I understand i'm just saying it it is no it's a a a very yeah yeah, 100 there's a conversation that needs to happen and work out and i'm i'm sure we will start to see like more of this happens but until it becomes like a regular with a game pass i assume we won't see too many licensed stuff coming to game pass like that yeah, I think I think the the surprising thing about this, and and maybe where Toplift is coming from with the uh, how did Sony let them get a win over them, or, or how did Xbox let this happen, is that there's no way, there's no conceivable way that Xbox couldn't have outbid Sony, right? That Microsoft couldn't have outbid Sony. They have the money, they have yeah. the money in the bank. It's just a strategy decision and a business decision. So so there is an element of Xbox letting it happen, right? No, because like Xbox's focus isn't on buying timed exclusives. It's on buying companies. It's, it's a strategy decision, 100%. Yeah. What I'm saying is, but like, let if they them wanted ha- to outbid them, they could have. You'd think. I, no, I, like I, I, just, budgets I, towards this sort of stuff and like what they expect to get back out of it. Like, I get what you're saying. I just don't like the word. I, I like, you're not technically wrong. I just really don't like the wording, let them have it. Because I feel like it undersells like everything that goes into these sort of decisions. I agree. I think it's, I it's the wording of how did Xbox let PlayStation take a game that was originally an Xbox exclusive? Yeah, that game <laughs> was exclusive. That game, yeah. what that game, or oh, still is, <laughs> still is exclusive on the original Xbox. Like this isn't the same game. It's a remake of a game. I just uh, the thing I don't get is like. I don't understand the narrative of it is is where I'm coming from with it more. It's a case of like Xbox. I I understand the premise of the question. I don't like the wording of the question, I guess, sure. yeah. which is it's like, how, how did yeah. yeah, I, I guess. And then maybe that's me. Maybe I'm wrong for, for how I word things all the time. So I definitely get that. Um, it, to me, it's just a case of, it just came down to business it, Xbox. I don't, Yes, this is on the outside looking in. This looks like a huge deal. But from an Xbox point of view, I don't think it is. I, I generally don't. Would they have loved it, it on their console? Yes. Are people going to be upset about it not being their day one? Yes. Just like we're going to be upset that Insomnia can make... Did did Xbox let, um, let Insomnia make Wolverine? Did they get one over on them? No. 
Yeah. That's not how it works. Like, there's so much more that comes along with what, what this is and how these deals are done and just the, the inner workings of our industry that none of us, even me sitting here, six years, seven years in, however long I've been doing this now, right? Like, I don't understand. Like, we don't know how this stuff goes yeah. down, but I know one thing for sure. It wasn't a case of, oh, we'll let you have this one. It was a case of like, this is how, like Chris said, this isn't our budget. This is what we can afford to pay you. This is what we think this is worth for a year, yeah. for the years or whatever it is to not for the non-competing or whatever the case may be. And then they went, no, Sony are offering us double. And Microsoft went, okay, well, you've got to go there then. Like, yeah. but the, think, like about to- think, think about it, think about it, think about it. Bethesda have two exclusive yeah. games on PlayStation. And are now owned by Xbox. Yeah. Microsoft, I should say. Apologies. Yeah. yeah. Microsoft and, and Bethesda have always had a fantastic inner working of a relationship. They could have got those games as exclusive. It's not what they do. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you are right. I think I think potentially as as sort of the top one percent of gamers that care about this sort of stuff, being on podcasts and listening to podcasts about this. Um, we care a lot more about Knights of the Old Republic than anybody else does. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and I don't think you're, I think you're right. Like, it's such an old game at this point. There's a lot of people really excited about this. I'm really excited about this. The mainstream ain't. Like, not yet. They, I they, think they, they will they, be. They know it's yeah. Star Wars. They know it's a Star I, Wars thing. And they think they will be. excited, maybe. But they're excited yeah. that it's Star Wars. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Way more excited that it's Star Wars than it is Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, it's 100%. Like you, you have to look at it from like a bigger scale of like, this is an at the end of the day this is an rpg this is a western rpg and microsoft has so many of those under their belt from both bethesda and um oh why is obsidian bethesda and obsidian being in development that like realistically that they look at this and they're like we could outbid for this we could if we really really wanted to but it doesn't make sense for us because then we're just getting something for it to compete with our own uh our own games and that's kind of a backwards thinking that's yeah you hit the nail on the head and I, I, if you yeah. want to play Knights of the Old Republic you can <laughs> on Xbox backwards compatible you can you play your old save that's so wild it's, it's, it's not like, quite the um, same but yeah I get where you're coming from lads like when the Xbox One was first announced they were like if you want an offline console you could get the 360 oh dude that oh, oh dude. old Xbox I never wild. need to hear that again thing. I never need to hear that again Oh, yeah. Xbox were wild. Uh, let's jump into what's been in our box. We'll get through the news and we'll get out of here. We're running a little bit longer than we usually do this week. Chris, what have you been playing? I haven't played anything this week. Perfect. My, my arm's been bugging me, so I really I haven't been able to. Right, I can't got, really hold the controller right now. Like I can hold it, but it hurts me. Yeah. So I haven't really been playing uh, uh, anything. So get your X-ray, man. Yeah, I'll, yeah, but I'll it's going to cost them a house. It's going to cost them a mortgage to do it. Yeah. Good luck, mate. <laughs> Matt P, what have you been playing? I got, kid- I got an extra kidney. Uh, yeah, after the uh, fantastic show at Gamescom, we talked about it a little bit, and I said I would jump into Wasteland 3, and I have indeed jumped into Ooh. Wasteland 3. Um, okay. playing, it, playing it the way I'm sure the devs intended, uh, streaming it through xCloud onto my phone, iPad, and or laptop, depending on where I am in the apartment. Um, uh, word of warning, don't play it on your phone. It's a turn-based uh, strategy game. Don't play it on your phone. Don't do it. Um, but but it's brilliant. It's awesome. Like the the writing and characters and story are as good as any Fallout game. T- 
tonally very similar to Fallout, like kind of goofy post-apocalyptic uh, vibes. It's awesome. It's bloody brilliant. Um, the kind of combat, I would say, isn't quite like XCOM level. Um, your party's quite big. I often forget which characters are good at which things and, and mess up turns of combat like that. Um, you, like I said, your party's quite big, and so combat takes quite a while. Um, one thing that annoys me is like if I don't get the first turn in, like if the enemy gets the jump on me, I feel like I'm it's game over before it's even started, um, which I don't love. But I really enjoy this game way more than I thought I would, and I'm going to keep putting hours into it. You're playing it solo, correct? I am. I played it in co-op. I really enjoyed it co-op. I don't know if it's like feasible for you to play it in co-op with somebody, but I think it actually works really well in co-op for the type of game it is. I like that idea. I'm curious how that works with your characters. You start the game by picking a pair of characters. And so does one of you take over one and one takes over the other? Yes. And you guys like customize it, choose whatever it is. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe I would be into that. I don't know. Wait, one more interesting. If you're going to say two interesting, you say three on this podcast. Interesting, interesting, interesting. interesting. Hardcore fans will understand that. Um, You newbies won't get that. You newbies won't understand that reference. Let me tell you. Um, What else have been planned? Still playing Psychonauts 2, and I've jumped back into Avengers to play uh, some of the Black Panther DLC after Crash uh, reminded me that it was a thing. Yep, it, it is a thing. Yeah, it's it a thing. A, it's it a, a thing. thing. It is a it's, thing. Um, I don't know if I'll get through it. To be honest with you, it, like the story is kind of dull, right? It's dull. the story doesn't really hit. It's sort of like whatever. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, um, I I don't actually think we have the story here today. But they announced the raid. Oh, yes. they're, they're doing the raid. They announced their map. The yeah. yeah, yeah. Does that like make? You want to jump in at all? No. Nope. Yeah, I'm kind of where I like after playing this content, see like the way they've because this was supposed to be like the next step in the evolution, and there should have been like changes in like core designs in the way they did Wakanda, and there isn't any, and it's just the same. But to me, when I play, uh, I imagine a raid will just be a bigger sector, and I don't want that. I don't care if it's like four unique bosses in there, but it essentially works like a sector. That's incredibly boring to me because like. The main flow of the game just doesn't work, in my opinion. The only reason I'd go back to a Marvel's Avengers is strictly for a streaming purpose, because right now the category is so dead that you could probably build up an audience. Mm-hmm. That is the only reason why. That especially, is the only reason why I'd go back. Especially with the raid coming out, you could help people like gear up and get ready for raids and stuff like that. You know? Getting people raid ready, that. join my party, and yeah, oh, it'd be simple, but no. No interest. No interest. I've been playing a little game called NBA 2K22. Ooh. It came out today. I've had it for two days. I got it yesterday. Um, <laughs> it's very broken on Xbox. Oh, dear. I'm sorry to say on the series consoles. Um, uh, by the way, co-provided by uh, 2K. Um, yeah, it's very it's very broken on Series X right now. Um if I had a bug that I had over 150 friends on my friends list, and I didn't know this was the bug, but I would log into the game, and every time I'd log into the game, it would just loop me. I got past a certain part in the career mode, and it would, I'd log in, and announcer would say a certain thing, a menu would pop up, 
it would go, eh, kick me back to the dashboard. And it did that all night. And I was trying to wow. make content, so I couldn't make content that day that I had it. Um, I let the dev team know and stuff, but I was just like, oh no, this doesn't bode well. And then I found out on Twitter this morning that if I deleted a bunch of my friends on my friends list, it would fix it, and it did. Um which was amazing. What is that then? It's pinging like a leaderboard so somewhere and freaking exactly. out. Probably, yeah. Exactly. Probably. Um, exactly. That fixed it for me. So if you have more than 150 friends, um, unfortunately, delete some if you are playing NBA on the series consoles. Um, but yeah, that that obviously didn't start off too well. I did play today, play it for six hours today. Um, so more like a first impressions and a review, if I'm being totally honest with you guys. Um, it feels good. It feels good. It looks good. Um, the mechanic changes that they've made to the shot um, meter is different enough that it makes it more fun. It's a fun. It's a fun basketball game to play. I have to say, like there are parts of the game that I really dislike, which is what we have come to expect from 2K, unfortunately, when it comes to microtransactions. I don't like the fact that you have all these slots open for different builds. And you'll get 100k with my addition that I got sent again for review. I got 100k worth of VC points, which is how mm. you build your character up. And I use them on my first build. And I'm now not happy with that build anymore. I don't like how it feels, which don't get me wrong. They do give you an option to test the build out at different levels. Very, very in depth. You can sit there and test out that build before you put a penny into it to know that you want that. But realistically, how many people are really doing that? Not the hardcore, the hardcore, yes. But your everyday MC fixer just wants to play a basketball game and then run around with his friends online. I haven't got time to sit there and really, really nitty gritty get into it like that. So I've jumped into my first one. I've got, I've got a shot shooter. Um, it's not working out for me. But I've already put all my money into that character. You know, I was watching you play this on stream and I don't yeah. necessarily think it's your fault your teammates all like oh. the, you were playing with one guy who clearly not a sharpshooter shouldn't be shooting from the three at all <laughs> every time he grabs somebody in his face he's just trying to shoot in it's like yeah honestly it's very much so also your teammates faults when i'm watching yes. that it's like you have a role that you're supposed to be playing but the problem is everybody wants to be lebron everybody wants to be kobe so everybody's trying to play that three-pointer they want to be Curry, makes no whoever sense. it is yeah it's like yeah it's it's a team i've got centers center. shooting phrase yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's a big problem. Uh, um, but yeah, which, let me let me. So I switched over to my yeah. center character, and I was playing way better. I was enjoying it way more. I'm getting those rebounds. I'm getting some shots. I'm being the person Crush is now talking about, but in not on not on uh, online on career mode. I'm getting to the three yeah. point line. I'm popping up for a free. I'm like, why am I doing that? I'm the big man. Get in the paint. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah. So I can't I can't go into too much detail. I like. I like and dislike how they've done career mode this year. So career mode this year isn't just um, a bog standard. Here is your career mode. Play through that. Then you jump into uh, you're in the NBA. Then the park is separate. No, it is all built in together this year. So the city is your career mode, which in one way I really like. In one way I'm really concerned and another way I dislike. The dislike for me, first of all, is I like the narrative of sports games. People know that if they've listened to me speak. I like the story. And this doesn't let me have a coherent story of 
I am this character and I've gone from this to this and now I've made it to the NBA. It doesn't allow you to do that. It gives you a lot more leeway where it's like, do you want to go to the G League or do you want to go to college or do you want to just go straight to the NBA or do you want to be a street baller? Then you just plan the city. So the story from what I've played for six and a half hours so far is very start and stop. Okay? It depends on which order you start doing things in. But the right. problem you have is you want to try and get your character leveled up as quick as possible so he actually plays well. But to do that, you need to play online to get certain quests done. But also the problem you have is everyone has already put money into the game. Um, so their characters are... My character's sitting at 76 and their character's sitting at 85. Right. Every single one. So And it's just like it becomes a little bit of that push and pull where I'm like in... In, in the premise of what you've tried to do here, really interesting, really fun, really enjoyable. But unfortunately, the pay-to-win aspect of this game, which it is, I don't care what, I didn't win a single game. Didn't win a single game. And I was on a team with 65s and 70s while going up against 85s to um, 87s. Ratings, this is what I'm talking about here, by the way, people. I, um, can you queue with other people? Yes. So, do you think there's a possibility that it was three people queuing against like a yes. bunch of randoms? Got it. But that doesn't That's help me. Problem as well. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I completely understand. <laughs> but that like, doesn't help me. Not, like, yeah. I, I'm not saying it's not pay to win. I'm just saying the, that's like an added layer to the system. The problem well. I have with it, and again, I'm still early on, super early on. So please do not take this as like a a review. It's just an opinion at the start of the game. To be totally honest with you, is. I've, I've, so I played my, uh, my college game and lost. So I crashed out of the tournament. So I didn't get all that progression points for getting all the way to the final and winning and becoming the megastar. Then I, um, then I went in the park and just got tranced. And I'm like, all right, maybe I'll go to the G League. And then it's like, oh, well, do I want to do that? Because I might as well just go straight to the NBA and be a second round pick. It just, the way they've done it, if it was just a single player of like, you have the city and it's, it's open city and you can still see people and stuff, but it's like, here is your narrative of like, go from here to you want to be a music star and you want to be a YouTuber and you want to, and that's mm. the premise of the character. And then you, that needs to all just be laid out and there for you, I think in the career. And you can just go boom, 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 and do it. But right now it doesn't quite feel like that. It's like, all this information thrown at you at once. And it's like, here are your dailies. Here's your weeklies. Here's how you become a legend. Here's the battle, the free battle pass. Here's, and then it's like, oh, I just want to play basketball. How do I just play basketball in my career with my character that I've built? And yeah, it just becomes a little bit overwhelming for the everyday person, I believe, because that's what I consider myself. I'm not a hardcore two gay guy. I play it. I play it more than most, I would say. But I don't play it to the level of like the, the pro level or like the best build. I'm a two-way shooter and I'm hitting threes. I know how to do it all. Like, it's just not me. You, you don't play it to the point where you're like a 2K player. No. You know? And that's what these people are. They are people that are playing yeah. it right now. They are 2K players and they are killing it. So, yes, yeah, that's kind of my... So do you not think place. then when it opens up to the general public and random people are in there... Well, it did today. Okay, yeah. and you were still Dex having was these issues. Them on his team. Yeah, I was getting the randoms on my team while okay. going the up against like anybody who's good. <laughs> yeah, probably has like a squad of people that of they course. play with. Yeah, it's like you always like okay. whenever you hear somebody talking about NBA 2K, it's always they play against someone 
And yeah. that's, they either talk about like, I play with somebody or I play against somebody. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So it's like, if you're going to queue up the first day, it's like, you're definitely going to have people to play with. Somebody. So, yeah. That's my, yeah. my experience with it so far. I will check in again next week and let you know if I've become LeBron James. But uh, yeah, until then, you know, that is, <laughs> that is my thoughts. I mean, I mean, you're, you're not LeBron. LeBron. You're not a Batman. Um, <laughs> I put that TikTok up the other day. It was hilarious. Yeah, um, it was so funny. And I played more Apex Legends. I got carried by the one and only Dan Oni. Oh my god! I can't believe how good he is. Like we've talked about this so many times. No, no, I understand that, dude. But he carried me from I think it was bronze to gold. No, that's just a lie. I got to gold on my it's own. Silver. It was he got silver. me to silver. Yeah. I got myself to gold. Yeah, but it's not that he's carrying me. It's like he's ending the game with fourteen, fifteen kills, and I'm ending the game with three. He's in the game with 2,000 damage. I'm in the game with 200 damage. Like, it's that ridiculous. And I'm like, wow. But I'm enjoying my time with it. Um, I'm doing something specifically around Apex, hence why I've had to play it some more as of lately. Um, but yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good time. But yeah, it's been, I've been getting killed. I've been getting killed. Anything else to you add, lads? Oh, sorry, go on. I, I just want to say you've gotten better. Like I saw yeah, you in there. movement. You were running away from three dudes like nobody's business. They could yeah, not catch you. They couldn't catch me. Sliding, opening doors, going, yeah. running to your teammates, then your teammates abandoning you and letting you yeah. die. That's yeah. beside the point. That's not my fault though. I can't do anything about yeah. that, you know? I can't do anything. See, yeah. moral of the store, everyone. It's not fixed, it's the randoms. It's the randoms. It's always the randoms. It's always the randoms. <laughs> Let's get into this week's dashboards really, 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 really fast because we are going super long uh, on this week's episode. Matt Peace probably thinking, bro, I've got dinner. Like, what the hell's going on here? All right, I'm chill. Uh, first new story. Xbox One controllers are now getting next-gen features thanks to the new firmware. This is written by Jared Moore over at IGN. Microsoft is testing a new firmware update for Bluetooth-enabled Xbox controllers and the Xbox Elite 2 and the Xbox Adaptive Controller that will grant them a range of new next-gen features previously only on the Series X slash X controllers. Uh, Microsoft announced that it has begun testing the new firmware in its blog post on the website. The firmware update, which is available to the alpha uh, skip ahead people, um, so me, allows uh, aim sorry aims to reduce controller latency and improve cross device connectivity. Nice little feature, to be honest with you. It's one of those ones where I'm sh once again, I'm sure you won't notice it. I'm sure it won't it won't be made a big deal, but. Yep. Now, if you have an older controller, you can get the same experience with that controller on any system that you that you choose to have it on. And, I, and it is, it is, it's little things like that that Xbox are really good about, right? Yeah, absolutely. Next up, big one for the Halo fans. Next Halo Infinite multiplayer previews are set for September 24th. The next Halo Infinite... Multiplayer previews kick off September 24th. Developers free for free announced. All fully registered Halo Insider profiles as of the 13th of September. You've got three more days are eligible to participate. Who's playing? Chris, you in? Of course. Matt, you in? 100%. They, they announced it was going to be big team battles this time, didn't they? So, um, it's big team battles, and then I, as far as I'm aware, the old modes are still going to be there, so you can play the so. multiplayer. Yeah. yeah, which is big team battles, whatever. 
I'm all I'm, in. I'm not playing it, so. What? I'm, I'm well, How are you not playing it? What do you mean? I'm busy, how bro. How are you not busy? This is a Xbox podcast and you're yeah. not going to play Halo? That's why you two are playing it and you can talk about wow. it. It's not, it's not my fixer of you know me. You know what? I would normally let you get away with this because you know you're not the biggest Halo. But you just, you were giving Matt a whole bunch of trouble for his shirt. Chip. That's a good point. And now there's Ish. an Xbox exclusive supposed to be the next big Xbox game. And you're like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to play it. No, I'm Good not point. playing the test servers. I'm gonna play it when it comes out. I understand, but like, we will we need to. We will need to look into whether or not we can stream it, and if we can, we'll yeah, need to get for Fixer sure. to give us the keys finally, so that we can stream it on the My Xbox Me channel without yeah, him. You at like it's Fix. all me. We're waiting on you to give us the keys, mate. I, I have access to the Chris has access to the account. <laughs> I'm waiting on the keys then. I'm waiting on the keys. <laughs> it's not me. It's not just me. You gotta work on that. thumbnails. You gotta get the thumbnails ready. That's the problem. And we also have to convince Fix to play as well. 100%. Tweet at Fix. Tweet, please. Um, YouTube comments, not. Discord, tweet at Fix. Absolutely not. Just play. Play Halo I'm not playing. with the boys. Play Halo. Play Halo with I'm the not boys. Play, no, I'm not playing <laughs> Play Halo, Halo with the boys. boys. Play no. Halo with the boys or dinner date with Crash. That's what I want to see everybody message fix. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Next piece of news. Full, uh, following the Horizon for the Moon West controversy, Ubisoft reiterates that Far Cry 6 is getting a free upgrade on next-gen consoles. Um, nice of uh, Ubisoft to just let people know this on top of the other news. They've actually fixed the Forbidden West stuff, just so people are aware. I don't want people to think that we're not we're not um, on top of that or know that information. We do. Um, but yeah, Far Cry 6 is getting a free upgrade on next gen. So shout out to Ubisoft for that. And the last piece of news, which is a big, 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 big piece of news. And the fact that it is big, it's big, real big. Guys. Football manager said he's not playing Halo. Not playing Halo. Football manager 2022 oh, launching day one in Game Pass. Crash. Wow. You can play the new football manager with me day one. Do they have online for football manager? Yeah. Yeah. We could do an online save. Me and you, my Xbox and me channel, you managing. Arsenal, me managing Tottenham, you not knowing a goddamn thing. I convince <laughs> you to put all your players on the left-hand side. I put all my players on the right-hand side. I beat you 10-0, and everyone goes home happy. Yeah, I don't think I'd be happy. I would. <laughs> I'd, be really happy. Here's the deal. I'd be really happy. Here's the deal. We'll play Football what? Manager with you. No. If you play Halo with the boys. I'll play Football Manager on my own. Fixed. <laughs> uh, how, what if I, I give you another deal that might sweeten the pot a bit more for you, right? Ooh, okay. FIFA comes out. No, you like doing the, the No, Crash. The I don't care you about like your pro clubs. Nope. No? If you want to come play no? pro clubs, you come play pro clubs with the boys. You don't want to? No problem. I'm not getting black mites. I'm not getting black mouths in this. No way. That's not, not black, man. That's not black. It's trade. I don't Put like trades. Trade. I'm not about trades. You play FIFA manager. You're about trades. Don't even say football that. manager, that not FIFA. God damn it! You got it wrong. <laughs> Same difference. Let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. I'm not dealing with you anymore. Uh, Matt P, where can the people find you, and what have you been working on? What have I been? I've, I've not a whole lot, to be honest with you. We're, we're, yeah. Oh no, I've made a couple of TikToks. 
for last week's episode that I was on and not not last week's episode that I wasn't on. <laughs> so we follow noticed. my Xbox and me on Twi- on TikTok. Tweet. To only on- see Matt. <laughs> yeah. not if I'm not in it, I'm not doing them. <laughs> I was sick. I, I was sick. You have a fair reason. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, I'm happy video. Tweet at my Xbox and me. Oh, no, that's still down, isn't it? Tweet at MC Fixer. <laughs> hashtag Halo with the boys. <laughs> hashtag Halo with the boys. Have you figured that out yet? Chris, <laughs> damn it. I was hoping you would last. You have, look, let's make one thing very clear. That's not true. Yeah. So, what happened? What's not true? Christ. No, what happened was, so you remember I said that I put in to get the Twitter account back? Yeah. I did. I, no. Okay. 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 How dare you? My, hey, I did. Crash, my instinct I was that you just messed it, it well. up. <laughs> I thought you. No, I think you lied about it. I think I thought you just messed up. I thought so, <laughs> you're getting all there in age. I thought you just filled out the form wrong, and crash. instead of like uh, an appeal, it was a crash. bad form. <laughs> yeah. So I did that. They sent me an email. Yeah. I didn't see the email. The email said we just need to confirm. That this uh, is the email and you'll get the account back. I missed the email. I saw it late. I clicked it. They then responded saying, you need to put in a new receipt form. You know what I did? I closed the tab and was like, no way. That's too much work for right now. <laughs> so again. I haven't put a new one in. Not yet. Wow. Not yet. Wow. Wow. That's I should okay. probably fix that, shouldn't I? You sh- if you think about it, if you want to. <laughs> 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 okay, for now I'll do it. just tweet us at MC Fixer at Mappy Video at Crescent Plays hashtag Halo with the boys I just no! want one out don't do hashtag Halo, Halo with the, the boys. boys no I'm not playing Halo with the boys or Dinner Day with Crash I like this Absolutely it's a good not. idea Crash what good have you got idea. to plug uh, so there's a YouTube page that you guys should all if you're listening to this and you do not subscribe to the My Xbox and Me YouTube page Two-hour show. We talked about earlier. Yeah, it's a long show. And if you stuck around to now, and you don't go and subscribe to the YouTube page because you clearly like to listen to us talk at this point. Facts. Maybe you should see what faces go along with the voices, and then you won't be impressed. You can pretend you never did it. (laughs) Exactly. You won't be impressed. (laughs) If you do subscribe and you hit that bell, then when hashtag Halo with the boys goes live, you'll. Get notified about it, and then you'll be in yeah, the chat. Yeah, that's a g- Halo and you'll be able to boys. see Halo with the boys. Now, how many boys will be on that stream? Really depends. Yet to be confirmed. On one MC fixer. If we hit, oh my god! If we hit, let me check what the YouTube channel is on right now. Oh my god! If we Potato can squad. get, if we, we can get, get one thousand five hundred subs. By the time Halo with the Boys is meant to happen, I will play. We are currently sitting at 1,447. No way it's going to happen, but do your best in that. 14 do days, two weeks. That's not bad. Two weeks is doable. That's, that's mm-hmm. not bad. If you're listening to this, and for no other reason other than to annoy Fix, <laughs> go and subscribe to that YouTube page it's and leave motivation. a comment on the latest video that says nothing but Halo with the boys. That's all I want to see. If Halo I see, the next week, if I see this week's episode and all it says is Halo with the boys, someone's getting <laughs> fired. I swear, somebody's getting fired. 
It's probably going to be Matt. I've got to be honest. It's wow. probably going to be Matt. Uh, wow. You can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. Um, like I said before, I was just on the front page of Twitch today. Um, so please do go and hit the follow button over on my Twitch channel. Uh, I do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. If you really want to help me out, go subscribe to my main channel. And the reason I say that is because every time I upload, I keep losing subs. So... I need people that actually care about me and the content because we keep losing subscribers. We went from 1,000, sorry, went from 4,546 to, no, sales. We lost like 20 subs in the last week and uh, it's very damaging for my ego. So um, help my ego out, please. I would appreciate it. And uh, yeah, until next time, we will love you. I'll leave you and see you all later. Shout out to Emma. Do you reckon she makes it to the end of the episodes? Lemon Emma. Lemon Ella. Emma. Uh, Lemon? Should we, oh. should, should we rebrand the Potato Squad to the Lemon Squad? No. In honor of Emma no. Lemon. No. Emma Lemon.